Welcome to the latest edition of the Registers of Scotland podcast. I'm Roman Smith and I'll be today's podcast host. Today we'll be looking at sustainability and climate change, a very important topic across the world right now and even more so with COP26 being hosted in Glasgow in the coming weeks. At Registers of Scotland, we have recently published our sustainability and climate change strategy for 2021 to 2026. With that in mind, let me introduce you to our guest on today's podcast. I'm joined by Emma Thomas, Sustainability and Climate Change Manager at ROS. Thank you so much for joining us today, Emma. You've joined us previously on the podcast before, but for our new listeners, would you be able to tell us a bit about yourself and your role at ROS? Hi, Roman. Thank you for inviting me along today to discuss our sustainability work. So my name's Emma. I'm the Sustainability and Climate Change Manager at Registers of Scotland. Um, I've always had an interest in the environment and I've been very lucky to work in this field for almost 10 years now. And I started at ROS in about 2018 to lead on the sustainability work. And this role ensures that we successfully progress towards meeting immediate and future climate change targets set by the Scottish Government. And to do this, I manage and deliver emission reduction projects in many areas, including energy consumption, water, waste, and emissions-related staff activities, such as business travel. But an important part of this role is also engaging with our colleagues to change behaviour and have great discussions about climate change. And thankfully, we have a lot of interest in this topic at Registers of Scotland. Thanks, Emma. That was a great introduction there. And we've got quite a lot of points that you mentioned in your introduction that we'll go through in today's podcast. So as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, we've recently published our sustainability and climate change strategy for 2021 to 2026. The climate is in crisis and we have to act now to limit global warming before it's too late. In response to this, the Scottish Government declared a climate emergency in 2019 and set out a net zero emissions target to be reached by 2045. As a public sector body, ROS has a duty to contribute and align ourselves with this target and to embed sustainability through everything that we do. Emma, would you be able to tell us a bit about the strategy? Yeah, of course. So at Registers of Scotland, we recognise the urgency of the climate crisis and we've already made great progress in reducing our environmental footprint. When the Scottish Government declared a climate emergency and set out a net zero emissions goal, as a public sector body, we wanted to ensure that we aligned with this target to show our ongoing commitment. The new sustainability and climate change strategy sets out a five-year plan, which takes us to 2026. But I think it's incredibly, incredibly important that we think beyond this to the 2045 target and ensure that we are placing ourselves on a path where we continue to reduce the impact from our operations in order to reach our net zero goals. So with that in mind, we have two key targets that shape the direction of the strategy. So the first is where we are aiming to meet net zero for direct emissions by 2040. And just to give you a bit more information on this, direct emissions are those within our control. So that's things like our heating and our pool cars, for example. The second target there is where we're aiming to meet net zero for all other emissions. And this is otherwise known as indirect emissions uh, by 2045. 
And these are missions that are a, con a consequence of our activities. And that can include such areas as waste and staff travel. And just additionally, the strategy also discusses climate change and its impact on a wider scale. And we also have a section on legislation and policy drivers, which both really emphasise that right now, the planet is very much at a, at a turning point and we need to meet the goal of limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius before it's too late. And we see further devastating consequences that we've discussed with our staff and that everyone are seeing on the media at the moment, such as extreme weather events. And this is particularly relevant given that COP is taking place this year in Glasgow. Thanks, Emma. That was really insightful to find out a bit more about the strategy and our pledge to net zero direct greenhouse emissions by 2040 and the indirect emissions by 2045 and what that actually means. So now we've covered those, the indirect and direct emissions, the term net zero, we hear that quite often in the news, especially at the minute, and from companies. Would you be able to explain to us what net zero actually means? Yeah, net zero is very much a buzzword at the moment. Um, and I'm not entirely sure a lot of people do know what it means. So thank you for asking that question. Um, net zero is essentially a balance between the amount of greenhouse gas emissions produced and the amount removed from the atmosphere. So to do this, we need to look at reducing our man-made greenhouse gases as much as possible through reduction measures. And then we balance this out by creating or preserving carbon sinks. Carbon sinks are areas like, uh, particularly for Scotland, it's areas like planting trees or restoring peatland. So something that can absorb CO2. And it's also looking at technologies which are not quite there yet, but something that we'll definitely be looking at in the future, such as um, carbon capture and storage. And essentially, when we reach net zero, the amount of emissions that we add in is no more than the amount taken away. Thanks, Emma. That was a really great description of that. And like you say, I don't think people really understand the term. Like Personally, I, I didn't quite know what it meant. And that's given a great explanation and some examples of what that means. So we spoke about the terms, we spoke about our targets and our pledge, but how are we actually planning to achieve these targets and these goals? That's a great question, Roman. And it, I think the targets are quite significant and quite ambitious and they will be incredibly challenging for not only ROS and other public sector bodies, but for every organisation and everyone living in Scotland and in the wider world as we work towards meeting such a significant goal. So at Registers of Scotland in particular, we've been quite successful in reducing our carbon footprint over the years. Um, and whilst we worked through our first carbon management plan that took us to 2020, we saw a fantastic 57% reduction in our emissions. And this is just something we're incredibly proud of and something that we want to build on as much as we can as we move into the next five years under this new strategy. So how are we going to meet these targets? We worked very closely with our colleagues in the business intelligence and analytics team. And this was so that we could carry out detailed modelling of our emissions data, dating way back to our 2012 baseline year. And this allowed us to identify annual reduction targets as we work towards meeting a primary net zero goal. So in order to follow the path that has been modelled and meet the net zero target by the dates we've identified earlier, in line with the corporate plan, 
the strategy will aim to build sustainability throughout the business and operational framework. So to date, we've ensured that we take our data from a number of sources based on our operations and registers of Scotland. However, in order to fully understand our impact on the environment and to really understand what we need to do, we are looking to extend our reporting boundary. And this will include areas that we have never recorded down in our emissions footprint before, but areas that really are quite significant for us in order to really understand our impact. And alongside this, we will look to explore all feasible options as we aim to reach net zero. And we've outlined this in the strategy under seven key themes. So I'll just go through them very briefly. So some of the key themes include energy and water management. And under this theme, we're going to look at alternative energy options and technologies, which are available now, but could be available in the coming years as well. Under waste and circular economy, we're aiming to make better decisions in what we purchase to ensure that the goods that we bring into our organisation can be reused and recycled or where we could prevent waste at the source. We've made significant developments in our digital transformation work and we've continued to see great results from the digitisation of our registers, more so related to our paper usage and we hope that the work that continues here will see further developments in our reduction in emissions and associated impacts. Other areas we'll look at include sustainable procurement, staff travel and biodiversity and under these themes we'll be reviewing our supply chain and ensuring that we work very closely with our suppliers to understand their impact and, and also look at maybe ways that we could reduce the impact of the works and the goods that we're purchasing. We also want to help make our staff travel more sustainably, both to and for work, but also in their personal lives. So we'll be reviewing this area quite closely. And just finally here, we'll be looking at protecting and enhancing our biodiversity, both on our estate as much as possible, but also further afield where we could work with other organisations to do so. Thank you, Emma. That was a lot of really valuable information and some really great stats as well. I like to see that we're capturing all the data possible so that we can make as many changes as possible. And those plans that you've already outlined about contacting suppliers and making the choices that's going to work best is fantastic. So in a recent article in the Herald, our keeper, Jennifer Henderson, she spoke about the staff network that promotes these issues internally. So you've touched a bit about how we're going to help support our staff to be more sustainable, staff travel, things like that. Would you be able to tell us a bit about how we're encouraging the staff to be more sustainable and increase their awareness of climate change? Firstly, I'd really recommend reading this article. I thought it was a brilliant piece by Jennifer, which not only details her own environmental interests, but also gives great information on the progress that we've made today at Registers of Scotland. So please do check that out. Going back to the question, we established an environmental working group several years ago now to act as a forum for discussion, awareness raising and to take recommended actions to the environmental management group. So the main aim of the EWG is to engage with our staff in climate conversations and help them to understand and reduce their own impact. So we recently re-established the Environmental Working Group and asked for new members 
and the group currently consists of 12 members of staff brought from lots of different areas from across the organisation and we're meeting quite regularly to come together to plan a series of internal engagement campaigns. So previously we usually focused on key dates throughout the year and we plan staff engagement around, around these with topical workshops and blogs. Now it's been particularly dif different over the last year now that the majority of the staff are working from home and it's been a bit more challenging but it's actually been really rewarding to see that there is still a massive interest in the environment across the organisation. So to give a bit more information of what we've done previously and also our most recent work, we've run lots of successful campaigns under the banner Go Greener and this is where we've ran lots of in-person events, we've done lots of staff workshops and it's really allowed staff to get involved in the conversation and to understand what they can do personally and understand how they can support ROS to be more environmentally friendly. So our most recent campaign took place in Climate Week during September and this was where we ran a digital workshop with Home Energy Scotland who we've worked with very closely over the years and in this particular workshop we focused on understanding energy bills and helping to switch suppliers. The sustainability team also like to run our own workshops as well so during this time frame we ran a workshop to introduce the new strategy but alongside this to make it a bit more fun and a bit more engaging we discuss climate change on a wider scale with a nice quiz but we also provided top tips for us all to understand and reduce our own impact so so we looked at lots of areas like things you know such as sustainable purchasing so what do you buy locally for example and could you buy locally uh, food waste and also staff travel so maybe staff were considering looking at bikes and we could potentially support them with that area too. So we really enjoy running these workshops we always have great discussions with our colleagues it's nice to interact with people from across the organisation who you don't work with every day or you don't work with very closely and it does highlight that climate change is such an important topic for us all and um, yeah we just will continue doing this great work and we look forward to engaging with more staff. Thanks Emma. I have to admit as someone who's been along to these workshops I have learned so much from them and even with we've got staff forums um, on our intranet and sharing other people's top tips and what they do at home has just been invaluable. It's really great. So looking back to the start of the podcast we obviously mentioned that COP26 has been held in Glasgow this year. Emma, would you be able to tell us a bit about the conference and how our targets at ROSE feed into this? Yeah, so COP, or Conference of the Parties, is a United Nations conference on climate change and this was established in 1995. So the 26th conference is taking place this year in Glasgow. It's hosted by the UK government and this meeting is particularly important because it's bringing together hundreds of countries to assess and accelerate action under the Paris Agreement, which was established after COP21 in 2015. So just to give you a bit more information on the Paris Agreement, this was where all nations agreed to limit the rise in mean global temperature to 1.5 degrees Celsius. This is what we discussed earlier. And this is above pre-industrial levels. So to go above 
this limit, we'll see more instances of severe weather patterns, which will just lead to further devastating consequences for the planet. And we've seen a lot of that in the media this year in particular. So under this agreement, each nation is committed to reducing emissions as much as possible and to reaching net zero by 2050. So Scotland in particular has actually went one step further than this. And after a recommendation by the UK Climate Change Committee, Scotland committed to a net zero target by 2045. And this is where our target aligns. So with this 2045 target in mind, Registers of Scotland will ensure that we work towards this and support Scotland to meet its overall goals. And at Registers, we'll be making sure that we keep up with activities as much as we can around COP26. And we're speaking to communications colleagues so that we can ensure that our staff do as well. Um, and we'll be involving our staff in conversations, but also maybe asking them to make a pledge during November and see if they could look at an area in particular that they want to work on over the next month or so. Thank you so much, Emma. That was a really good background as to what COP26 is and how we'll feed into that and how our targets align with the overall objectives. So that was such an interesting discussion and we've made great strides at Rose to tackle climate change and we acknowledge the need to go further. This is going to be a very exciting time to see how we progress with this and I'm sure our listeners and customers feel the same. You can read our sustainability and climate change strategy in full on our website. Thank you so much, Emma, for joining us today. And thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash registers of Scotland. The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.